I'm Ainsley. And uh, I'm Corey. And, this and is you're listening to oh. Bedeviled Eggs, a paranormal podcast. We still don't know who talks on these. Um, we just kind of wing it. We do. We don't have like, we don't prep it. We're not like, all right, who's saying hi first? Who's going to do what? We just hit record and then go for it. We just vibe. But, but we you do. know, it works. You get the idea. You know what podcast this is. Oh, yeah. Well, and if you don't, welcome. Welcome. It's chaos. And as we tell spooky stories, haunted stories, weird stuff, cult. We've done a couple murders. We don't do a ton of true crime, though, but, you know. A little. Well, there's always true crime with ghosts. Because you have to get the ghosts somehow. Sometimes there's true crime with ghosts. That's true. So it's just a little bit of everything spooky. We love the spooky things. Just all the spookies. Yeah, so we are going to do... Corey and I have a couple episodes coming up. They might be a little shorter this week. We just decided to do little fun short stories yeah. and then obviously go back to longer. I don't know. We just mix it up. We do longer, shorter. Some hauntings are longer. So I don't know what your story is about tonight. Yeah. So last week when we were chit-chatting, we were like, hey, let's do something a little bit different than like haunted stuff for the next couple episodes. We're just trying to get some short ones out here. Yeah. And so- because... You can only do so many, like, haunted homes and hotels. <laughs> yeah, until it becomes, like, a little bit repetitive. And so then you're like, okay, well, give me just a second. So, And that's, like, the fun part about having your own podcast is we can take it any spooky direction we want. Exactly. Also, so, I love, like, urban legends, mythological creatures. So I'm very much into hearing about that. Well, you're in luck because today I'm going to tell you about a cryptid, which if you don't know what a cryptid is, it is an animal that like cryptozoologists believe might exist somewhere in the wild, but they're not recognized by science. So like that's like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that. So we're going to go with cryptozoology today. Ooh, I looked at doing a cryptid for my story. I didn't. So I'm glad you went this route and I didn't. Cool. I love the monsters and I... I know I told you after we got done recording last week, but um, so everybody knows I got my ideas from um, Dropout, which is like what college humor has turned into. Um, they play a game called Um Actually, and one of the nerdy things that they do on Um Actually is they match the cryptids to like the geographical locations where they're from. And so I've been learning a lot about, a lot about some cryptids from all over the world. But I've heard of like new ones too that you can research and tell us all about. Yeah. Um, there was one. I don't know exactly how to say it. I want to find it for you, but I don't want to type it in on my computer real fast because. Just click, 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 click. For people at home who don't know this, my only laptop is my work laptop. Oh, so you don't want to put in like personal research? Um, so I don't want to type this in, but I learned about this. Thing called a shirimi shirime i don't know basically it's a monster um who is from like i don't know japan yeah he's from tokyo anyway he um has a butthole that is an eyeball ew yeah so apparently he was like a samurai that was or no a samurai I saw him that was the first thing that happened but like he's just a prankster 
I don't like your monster. You're not. That's not what you're talking about. That was just. That's not what I'm talking about today. You just found that. Yeah. No. He just like rolls up on unfucking people and then like turns around and flashes them his butthole, which is actually an eyeball, and then he like laughs and runs away. Oh, I would hate that. I don't think anyone. That was. (laughs) It's just like kind of traumatizing, you know. But I don't. I can't think of a single person that would see that and go, "I like that." Yeah. No. It's just traumatizing, (laughs) and so that's the kind of stuff that I've been learning about and. Yeah, I I have a better one than that for my story. I love that you're gaining this new knowledge that you can just share with the world. Yeah, no, I had to tell you about the butthole monster because that's the most important one. (laughs) The second most important one I've learned about is the Loveland Frogman. Would you like to hear about the Frogman? I would. I have not heard this, so we'll see. Okay, so I'm getting all of my information from charlestonterrors.com which I'm not sure why it's called Charleston Terrors and telling me about the um, Loveland Frogman because the Loveland Frogman is from Ohio. Where is Charleston? Guy in Charleston. Is that South Carolina? Like, yeah. Maybe he just really likes Ohio and the Frogman. Maybe, but anyway, so I'm going to tell you all about this. You ready? Yes. All right. So the Loveland Frog, um, also known as the Loveland Frogman, um sometimes he's known as the loveland lizard but he's like an ohio folklore icon and so um the legend is that he's kind of like a humanoid toad or frog and he prowls the romantic nights of loveland ohio uh not really sure how romantic ohio can get though so there's that um it said that he stands about four feet tall so just imagine a frog that's you know, almost my full height. About, I was about to be like, oh, what a little guy. And then I remembered this is a frog. So yeah, this is a frog. In frog terms, that's a giant guy. He's like a foot and a half shorter than me. So a child-sized frog. Yeah, in those terms, it's much scarier. Like at first I was like, that's not bad, only 4'10". And then I was like, or four foot, not 4'10". I was like, only four foot. But then I was like, oh, it's a frog. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> um, But like... Just like the Yeti, like the Abominable Snowman, and like, you know, the, like, what's the Yeti? Not the Yeti, the, the Abominable Bigfoot, Snowman. Bigfoot. Like, oh there's been a lot of debate on whether he's real or not. Um, however, like, you know, people have seen him, and there's a lot of stories to tell you about that. So I'm getting ready to tell you the stories. Um, first off, the, like, original story about the froggy um went back to the post-war era of like the 1950s so um stories start coming up they kind of differ a little bit because you know people have different experiences but they all involved some sort of gigantic frog causing some sort of mischief and like i I guess just a frog causing mischief right yeah it's just i don't know kind of goofy silly random i love it I don't know, but reminder, like, this is in the time where UFOs are starting to become a thing, science fiction movies are, like, really taking off and stuff, so there's, like, a bunch of drugs happening, like, psychedelics and Woodstock and, like... Yeah, that's a good point. It was definitely, like, media was taking a turn. Yeah, so it's, like, I don't know, people's imaginations are running wild. So maybe he exists, maybe he doesn't. Frogman. So... It is a balmy May 5th evening, and a businessman, 
He's a traveling Bible salesman. He is walking. No, he is driving. Sorry, walking with somebody else. He is driving all alone down a dark road. And the story starts to change here. There's three different versions of it. So the first version, he is going toward a neighborhood called Branch Hill, and he shines his car's headlights ahead, and he sees this huge frog figure, and the thing stands up on its hind legs just in the middle of the road. The man honks his horn. The figure twists their neck around. The man gasps, and everyone looks at the driver Everyone being like the people, I guess, who are in the car with him. I don't know. But the toad even looks at the driver. He's got leathery skin and a frog face. Oh, no. I'm like seeing it, though. Like, I have a visual of this happening. The second version is that the motorist, the Bible salesman, he is headed toward the bridge, the Loveland Bridge, one of many bridges that go over the Little Miami River. And again, He honks his horn. But this time, a creature comes out from underneath the bridge and lands on the hood of his car and croaks, and the driver passes out. I wish you guys could see Corey right now because she's, like, animating these stories. Oh, yeah. I'm full-on. She's, like, acting it out. I really – and I'm, like, I'm, like, watching her while also (laughs) having a visual in my head. But I'm, like, picture – I'm, like – Oh, it's getting good. So I wish you could see campfire story time with me. I know. She's, like, full-on acting it out, like – she got her hands. It's it's a performance going on. Listen, on I had a really good day at work today, so I'm feeling great. I know. I can tell you're in a good mood. I love it. Thank you. Um. Okay. Do you want to hear the third version? Yes. Sorry, because I'm ready oh, for you. You're, you're fine. Sorry. My I have a metal straw and a metal cup right now, and it just like clanked really bad. You're okay. So the mic picked that up. I apologize to everybody for that. Um. Okay. Version number three. It's still including the Loveland Bridge. The motorist pulls his car over. He gets out of his car. Not really sure why he pulled over and got out of his car, but he did. And then he sees the creature. There's actually two other creatures with him in this one. So there's like three frogmen and they're all talking to each other. And the driver calls out to them. And one of the frogmen stands up. He points his finger at his friends in the universal gesture of put a pin in it. And then he turns to the person and says, can't you see we're holding a conversation? How rude. And he holds out a wand over his head. He flicks the, like, wand around and blazing sparks shoot out of his wand. And then the motorist drives away. So basically we've got some Harry Potter frogs. Yeah. I would say, like, stories one and two are a little bit more believable. More believable. If there's a frog, man, I'm not tossing out three. Yeah. So <laughs> there's... Those three, like, major variants of the original story, right? There's all sorts of other stories, too. One of them is that, like, the motorist becomes a gang of hell's angels that drove up on the frogs. Some of them say that instead of a traveling salesman, it's, like, college students and their girlfriends trying to, like, go make out or whatever. Whatever. Um, But bridge, so it's, like, make-out spot, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I made that up. That was never a thing when, like, in our hometown, but whatever. <laughs> you didn't go to the makeout bridge? <laughs> no. Uh, I think that was the albino farm, right? We've already talked about that. Go back to, like, episode three if you haven't listened to it. Moving on. Anyway, um, I have, like – Wait, not the albino farm. Sorry, the Girl Scout camp. 
but oh yeah the girl scout kind of we haven't talked about albino farm my bad we need to do that okay so there is like an actual police story that's called loveland frogman versus the loveland police dawn of green are you ready for this one yes it's crazy so on march 3rd 1972 it's 1 a.m and the police department goose marched into the office i don't know what that means by calling somebody a goose but officer ray shockley was gliding his car on riverside drive it's always riverside drive near the totes boot factory and the little miami river when a suspicious animal ran across the road in front of his vehicle and he had to slam on his brakes he hit the steering wheel um and then after he hit the steering wheel he like you know bounced back up and he looked forward and the animal was fully illuminated by the patrol car's headlights and the animal looked at officer shockley and blinked and shockley was having a full-on meltdown pure terror because framed in his car's like headlights stood the loveland frogman he had leathery skin bright eyes and a tongue ready to catch the fly. And this is funny to me. A fly the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. That's what the website says. <laughs> I want to say like a fly. That's really small. But like a fly the size of a car. So by fly, we mean car. <laughs> yeah. That was a direct copy paste. Like I love that, that one was too good to not leave I know. a direct copy Sometimes paste. Sometimes I find like quotes that I'm like, I can't reword this because it's so perfect. Yeah, that one was beautiful i just had to keep that one so basically pure terror and panic i don't know how officer shockley got away but when he did he got back to the police station and he reported it and he said whatever it was it crouched like a frog and um (laughs) basically like before he could ask the frog if he knew any kung fu and if he was related to the teenage mutant ninja turtles um, that was a paraphrase from the website. <laughs> the frog climbed over the guardrail and jumped back into the river. <laughs> so then, two weeks after the incident with Officer Shockley, a second officer saw the same frog near the same road. His name was Officer Mark Matthews. So Matthews was like, I don't need to overthink this, you know, but like, we can't have this thing terrorizing our town so when he saw the frog he got out of his car with his gun ready to go and he is said to have shot it right between the eyes and did a little double tap like this is zombie land or something and he was like oh this guy is definitely dead i killed the loveland frog man we are good to go He's like, oh, he days work, man. Right. (laughs) He drags the body of this frog into his car so that he can bring it into the police station to show Shockley. Officer Shockley, right? So according to Matthews, the second officer, he says that this is not a frog. It's a large iguana. And it is three to three and a half feet long. Um, But he didn't like immediately think it was an iguana because it didn't have a tail. I also feel like iguanas have a much more distinct, like, you don't really mix up frog and iguana that much. You They're do very not. different looking. So they've determined that it must have been somebody's pet that he shot and killed. Somebody's iguana. pet iguana that got loose or was released when it got too large for its tank. 
I mean, also, like, possible if frogs and iguanas got mistaken, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, and also, I don't think I've ever seen an iguana stand on its hind legs um, to three or three and a half feet tall. I haven't. Or would it be shaped like a frog? Like, frogs are much more portly and round with long like limbs. Round, <laughs> no tail, like, there's scale, like, one's scaly, one's, like, leather. Like, there's yeah. very distinct differences. Anyway, Officer Matthews is stupid, and... <laughs> direct quote, no. Direct quote from the article. Just kidding. I made that part up. Yeah. And Shockley was like, this is... Yeah, this is what I saw. It had to have been this iguana. It had to be. Like, he's also stupid, because he's... Yeah, this is exactly what was haunting me. I don't know. What an idiot. So... That's the end of that part of the story. And then I have a more, like, recent story for you. Ooh. This one is called The Pokemon Incident. I'm assuming it has with the Pokemon Go. You would be 100% correct. Okay, so that is pretty recent. Yeah. um, This says August 2016. So, I mean, it's 2023, but this is within the last 10 years. So, I feel like that is recent. Yeah. I That Um, actually, I was like, that was like three years ago. No, you are correct because I remember it was like when I graduated college, it became yeah. a thing. So, like, this is recent enough though. Um, so anyway, it gets a little silly from here. Um, a lo- like it hasn't already been silly. I know. Um, I was like, it's local- already silly, but that's the fun part about this. Yeah. A Cincinnati TV station reported that, quote, a night of fun turned into a chilling tale of horror. Um, the story had people like totally watching the news, ready to like pull up their Facebooks, go creeping through Facebook, like see if anyone's posted anything on the local group. They were excited. Okay. So the journalist on the news, the news anchor, he was talking about the, uh, two teenagers that had run across the Loveland frog. So, or, um, basically two teenagers were out playing Pokemon Go. And they were hunting a Pikachu between Loveland Madeira Road and Lake Isabella. And they came up upon a real-life monster that did not fit in their pocket. <laughs> a real-life Pokemon. <laughs> it's also a direct quote from the article. Um, so anyway, the kids basically said, like, they saw this giant frog that stood up and walked around on its hind legs. But, again, I, I had to do a direct quote. The real tragedy was that those fancy Pokeballs Nintendo included on their iOS platform did diddly squat to the intense amphibian. Um, basically, sometimes you can't catch them all. Um, <laughs> not that one. Not that one. So that's like all I got of that story. But they're, yeah, um, that's fine. They just I... try to catch a Pokemon and it turned out to be the frog. And then in pop culture, I just have, like, one quick thing. But basically, in May 2014, the Loveland Frog was made into a musical. Like, the whole legend of it was made into a musical. And I really want to see this musical now. I said, this is a must-watch. Well, here's the title of it. It's called Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog. I have to watch it. I need to. You have to watch it, recreate it, cast it, (laughs) perform it. Do it all over again. 
basically, I just, I really want to see it. Um, I need to know the music that's included. Does he play the frog banjo like Kermit? And I have questions um, that I would like answers to, which we can yeah. do. We just have to watch the musical. If I have a lot of questions. Is it a big um, platform? Do what? Yeah, was, can we watch it anywhere? Or did it, was it only I don't live? know. I can't find it. It's I think probably it's, a live a live event. Yeah, I think it's just a live performance thing. Like by the community theater in yeah, Ohio. Yeah, probably. Like I, I'm clicking a link right now, so I'll tell you in just a second because I'm trying to like tell you. You're good. I feel like I know the answer. Yeah. I like the answer is no, you, this doesn't exist. Um, it's taking me to Spotify. Oh, so maybe the soundtrack exists. Yeah, it's got five songs. One is called Hot Damn, I'm the Loveland Frog. One is called Human Toilet. Oh, maybe not. All right. Anyways. Anyway, um, it's just a song. Hot Damn, I'm the Loveland Frog. But it's supposed to be a musical as well, so... Who knows? All I know is the Charleston Terrors website did not let me down, and I am so glad that I learned about the Loveland Frogman. I am so glad you learned it too, so you could tell me, and because I had I had never heard of this before. I hadn't either. It was a new but one. I was just like, this kind of gives like Jersey Devil. It gives Mothman. I had to go with it. I know, but a frog. But it's a thought. giant frog who's not even terrorizing the town. He's just like, like trying to live his life. And being a frog. He's being a big frog. Yeah. And he was just also, I guess, trying to play Pokemon Go. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he, he wanted it on the game. He said, I am perfect for this. He heard Pokemon Go and he goes, boy, it's my time to shine. He was and like, Pokemon finally- Go? I've been Pokemon Go in my whole life, man. No, he was ready. Yeah. Thank you for the story because I had never heard of it. Um, It's terrifying, but I love it. I'm going to find the musical some way. Or if not, we're just going to recreate it and do our own musical. And I think we could write our own. It will be incredible. Yeah. with <laughs> I think we need to write our own with the Loveland Frogman. Definitely Mothman. Mothman will come in. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. And then we should definitely include some other, you know, really big names. Yeah. Maybe we can get like a Thunderbird or a Chupacabra or something like that in there. A Bigfoot appearance. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The, well, we just, the eyeball butthole guy. Well, we, I think we just wrote the next musical, you guys. So we stay tuned. the whole thing. So. Okay. Stay tuned for the Frogman. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's our story. Yeah. I mean, it was a little shorter than I intended, but. That's okay. Like, I feel like that was a short story, but with all the necessary and needed information. I checked all of the boxes and I had a great time. Me too. Um, and we'll, we'll be back. With my story next week. Yeah. With some more spooks. But thank you for listening and continuing to listen and maybe telling people about this if you feel like yeah. you should. If you feel so inclined, please tell people about the Frogman. Please. Please let them know we are here. And our podcast. That too. Well, that was actually what I was talking about. But Yeah. Um, you can also tell them about our instagram or our tiktok at be double digs pod you could tell them about our in our uh, twitter at be double digs i like how you're telling me i can tell them as you tell them oh no i'm telling the oh, I thought you were, oh our listeners to tell their friends you can tell our friends you're telling our non-listeners you to follow us to do this yeah no i'm just i'm shooting the shit man i love it well we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week 
Thank you, as always. It's been a pleasure. Smell you later and stay spooky. Bye.